0: welcome to the roaring 20s podcast i am your host peter torres hope everyone's having a fantastic thursday we got a jam-packed show um this episode is titled new york city nightlife but i'm going to dive into some other things obviously some recommendations that i have um not sorry if i do miss some places that for the people that are from new york city that are listening but for my experiences i'll let people know you know I'll break it down some multiple sections and then I, I will have a funny story time. I think I'm going to do the funny story time first, just for something that I thought that was relatively funny um, that I want to talk about. And then hopefully um, all the people that are listening, um, I'll, I'll, I'll probably have some clips on Friday, not Thursday. I'm recording relatively late. It's been a late day. Uh, it's about almost 10 o'clock right now. But I want to get this podcast out by the end of thir- by Thursday. Um, again, hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday and enjoying their day, um, having a great week, having a good gym week so far, getting ready for the weekend. Um, my birthday's coming up in the middle of April. I'm excited. Looking forward to it. But um, yeah, New York City nightlife, a little story time. Um, also want to talk a little bit about Will Smith and Chris Sarak and the Oscars and my thoughts on that. Um, but just a little bit of a smorgasbord, but mostly, again, New York City nightlife. Hopefully everyone enjoys their day. And enjoy the episode HIT IT! Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah Don't wanna be a player I no am not a crush a lot I don't wanna be no more I'm not a player, crush a lot all right let's get into the episode let's start off let's start off with um, chris rock and will smith i definitely wanted to get my two cents in on that i know it's it's happened already it happened on tuesday i think or monday or whatever maybe even sunday i'm not even 100 percent sure it's been dragged on everyone's had their takes whether it's real or fake i 100 percent believe it's real you could see clips of people of um you know broadcasts from japan and australia showing will smith with the audio cut out saying you know get your wife's name out of my fucking mouth and you could see clips of chris rock afterwards like looking around being like what the hell is going on so in my opinion it was 100 real i don't think i think people are taking it a little bit too deep though for looking at at it solely um from a twitter perspective people are saying you know will's being misogynistic or you know this is the oscars are out of control listen i could see why people would say it's fake because there is no shot i would watch the oscars the academy all the movies that i like I'm pretty sure not many of them or not any of them have Oscar have won Oscars. Maybe that's my taste in in movies, but I like the basic shit. And I know for a fact that the basic shit does not win in the Oscars. So there could be a chance that was a, a touch point and people wanted to see, you know, something crazy happen or whatnot. But I don't know. I think I think it was very real. Um, you could tell by the reactions of the other celebrities, the the commercial cut. You could see Denzel Washington trying to calm Will Smith. Uh, and then the crazy part is that Will Smith winning the Oscar for best male actor right after. Um, definitely real. But I could see why people say it's fake. But I wanted to get my two cents in there if if people are like, you know, speculating and things like that. But at the same time, it was just a slap. It's not too deep. These are two men, two well-established men um obviously will smith just lost his cool i still look up to will smith as a role model i don't think you know maybe jade has got him you know hung a little tight and he was trying to defend his wife probably not the best stage to do it in front of the entire world but i let it slide i let it slide if i'm will i mean i i don't it's definitely going to be something that we'll talk about for a while something that you know there's a lot of moments in in you know celebrity shows, grammys, vmas, etc. but this definitely is a top 5 i think. But yeah, i think I, i'm on team i'm on team real for this. i think it's real. Um, you could tell by the reactions, but i could see why people think it's fake. i don't think it necessarily you could be conspiracy or whatever, but i don't necessarily think that it was fake. But pretty crazy. Shout out. I mean, listen, the ratings probably went up through the roof. I don't really care much for the academy because again, i know Majority of the movies that won, I, I didn't watch them. So, but now I'm tuned in to the Oscars to see what's going on. What are the reactions? What are the, how are the, how are the celebrities reacting? If it wasn't for the slap listen, it would have been any other Sunday for me. I wouldn't give two shits. So I'm just being realistic on that, but yeah. Um. Anyways, before I get into New York city light, night nightlife, I just want to get my two cents in on Chris Rock and Will Smith. Pretty pretty uh historic event i would say in um you know our modern culture or or whatnot but let me get into a funny story time because i want to talk about what it's like i guess being a short king um considering that i am not a short short king but i experienced something where i could understand why some people feel this drawback of being maybe below average height so this past this past weekend i went out with some of my friends it was fun we had a good time but this will be a funny story. So story time. A couple of my friends, we go out on a Thursday. We test, We decided to head over to a, one of our local bars that we just like to hang out. You know, one of my friends wasn't going to be here for the weekend. We decided, you know what, let's go. let's go get some drinks with some friends. And there was this group of girls that we encountered. You know, I wasn't anticipating on trying to, like, you know, make a move or anything that night. You know, it's Thursday. I got work the day after. You know, it was just supposed to be a low-key night. So one of the girls, you know, we were discussing, having conversation, making good chatter, you know, you know, just talking to each other, having a good vibe. And then she started getting a little flirty with me. And, you know, she was grabbing. She was doing the arm grab. And if we're a guy, if you're a guy and you're listening to this, you know what the arm grab is, you know, you know, the connection and things like that. Um, But she was doing the arm grab. We were having a good conversation. Um, However, she was a, a few inches taller than me um not 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 like six five like i'd say like i'm so i'm six foot she was about like six one six two ish granted i'm pretty sure she had heels on too but you know we were having a good time and enjoying our time and blah 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 like we were talking having a good time and then you know towards the end of the night you know i'm not again i'm not trying to do anything i just said hey like can i get your number and i said you know she was really cool we were having a good time and I was like, can I get your number? And um, then at the last second, last second halt, she goes, you're too short. Now in my head, I was like, oh, like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't think, like, I don't, I don't, I never perceived myself as a short person, but, you know, she, for her predicament, you know, I was shorter than her. And I just want guys to know that I guess maybe like, you know, height is something that you can't control. So I wouldn't be angry if a girl is taller than you and they, you know, reject you or say like, Oh, like, listen, like, I, I appreciate how nice you are or whatever, but like, you're, you're too short for me. And, and, and I didn't really take it too much to heart. Some of my friends were like, that's crazy. She was so nice. Like you guys were having, kicking it off and you guys are having a great time. You're having a good conversation. And then she's pulled last second. Like you're too short. Now maybe was she using me for, to buy her a couple of drinks, which I, I only bought her like one, I think, but maybe that was the case. However, we were having a good time, but you know, I can see why guys get upset about that, but I think it's something that you can't necessarily control. Now, I guess the funny part of the story that I want to say is that and, and you know, I, I'm I'm a relatively I mean, I think I'm I think I'm a very loose guy. If you insult me, I don't really I don't really care, especially if I don't know you. It's like, why would I ever value your opinion? Um, but you said just too short. And I had a number and I I was texting her, obviously I had a few drinks in me. So I was texting her, I said, you know, I had a great night. Sorry, sorry about whatever. Sorry for being too short, I guess. I, I don't necessarily know, but I was, I was joking around and I put up a, I, I texted her a picture of Tom Holland and Zendaya and said, you know, this could be us. Obviously she didn't answer probably because she didn't necessarily like that, but I thought it was um, pretty lighthearted and funny, but I guess I just want to let guys know that, if don't limit yourself, if someone's a girl is taller than you, we've seen it. I mean, look at Zendaya and Tom Holland, for example, you know, there's are two outstanding celebrities and Zendaya kind of towers over him, but I guess don't settle yourself short on that. However, I could see why girls do think that. So I guess just something to think about. I thought it was funny. I, I mean, I didn't, I, again, I was never perceived as like really short, and I guess where there's some limitations where some girls that are really tall will only find tall people attractive, but you know, it is what it is. We move on. I'm, I didn't take it to heart. Um, I think if I'm, I'm, sending a message of, you know, something, some similar scenario happened to you where there's a girl that's a few inches taller, you know, don't be afraid. Don't, don't cross, don't cross her off the list. Definitely. You know, if you're, if, Again, the, person, the personality is what matters, I guess. And if you don't think that height is a big deal, if you don't think height is a big deal, then you know, so be it, Sale of But I just thought it was hilarious that I was like, <laughs> I, I said, this could be us and Tom Holland, a, a picture of Tom Holland and Zendaya. But to all my short kings out there, um, I don't know what you consider short. Just keep grinding, keep hustling, keep being you. Um, and don't, I guess, do it again, do what you can control. When it comes to the dating world, the dating world is harsh. Um, You got to be, you got to be able to take punches. You got to be able to get knocked down. Um, And I guess in a scenario like that, I was, you know, short-sighted. I thought things were going well and, you know, said, you know, you're too tall or you're too short. Um, Even though I don't really think I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily that short, but for that scenario, that was the case. We move on anyways. I thought that was a funny story. That's what happened this past weekend. Um, last weekend was a March madness. It was going out like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It was a long, it was a long weekend. I was having some fun with new friends, meeting up, always love, always love catching up with new people, old friends and things like that. So sometimes you got to mix up your crews and, you know, get different viewpoints and see different friends and see different people. If you know them. Especially if you're in New York City and you, you haven't caught up with them in a while, it's always good catching up and, and you know, having different types of of uh, experiences out in New York City, which brought me to this. I wanted to, I've had polls before. I've been wanting to talk about this for New York City nightlife, something that I've experienced. And when I started to break down the places that I've been to, I was like, wow, I've, I've, I kind of go out a lot. Like I kind of been to a lot of places. I, again, it's it's been almost a, a full year. My release is about a full year up almost. But yeah, I wanted to break it down. So I guess, I guess, let me let me dive into this before I, I start breaking off. So I broke off the New York City light, nightlife and gave some examples for five specific regions. I guess you could say of like ways to go out. I guess there's some things to consider. I guess when going out in New York City, I'll, I'll, I'll just rattle them off. What what your outfit will be? Whether you want to go casual, whether you want to go bougie, whether you want to go you know, something super light. If you want to go somewhere where no one will judge you at all for what you're wearing, there's definitely a wide range of like the type of outfit you want to have. Um, Definitely always good to have some research of the, of the area or the place that you're going to beforehand, maybe to make yourself look presentable, I guess. How much money are you anticipating to spend? It's going to be a lot of money. It depends. It does depend, but very rarely there's not many places that have, you know, $4, $3 beers like that does not exist. I remember some, some of our buddies, we went up to Penn state to watch the Penn state football game, for example. And we got a bunch of drinks and the tab came to, I believe me. And it was only like 15, $16. And we got a fair amount of drinks, something that would be worth like 50, $55, something absurd like that. So I guess just be prepared. Do some research again of what how maybe check the drink menu, how much money are you anticipating to spend. Now, you could spend a lot regardless, but, you know, some some places are pricier than others, um, whether it's be a bar, whether it be a club. Um, what type of music do you want to listen to? And I guess this could be your guide. I suppose, for the type of music you could take this as a guide, for example, for the type of music you want to listen to. If you're an EDM hard person or if you like listening to live music and the classics and things like that, those certainly matter. If you like listen to the basic pop stuff, that certainly matters. How again, how you how you view music is how you're going to dance. So you could be crazy shuffling or you could be, you know, breaking it down, doing your own thing, or you could just be standing and vibing and just enjoying music. How many people you're going to go out with? That certainly matters. That matters for Ubers. That matters for lines. That matters for, you know, I I guess some places too. How many girls you have where you go? That definitely matters. Do you plan on getting bottle service? That obviously you'll, that will be more broken down within the regions because bottle service is a hassle. I'm personally not a huge fan of it. I think you can have just as much fun without having to, go, you know, Forcefully get a group and forcefully have to pay, you know, certain things or get a certain extent of money spent for maybe subpar, you know, bottle service and things like that. I've never had like a, I've never had a drastic increase in fun from bottle service. Some people, some people like it. Some people like to have it every single time they go to a bar. Some people do not. I am one of those people that do not. Promoters. Now, I've had a few promoters DM me. I do not really trust them whatsoever. For a girl, I would definitely be much more cognizant or you know on your toes of promoters because they probably will present you the world and present you a very exclusive life, lifestyle. Um, it's certainly a, a trust and build of a relationship for promoters. I personally don't know any if you are a promoter and would like to reach out to me and maybe want to be on my podcast or whatever, I don't, I, I don't necessarily know. Maybe you want to talk about your experiences and things like that. There are, have been scenarios that I've heard promoters being super creepy, almost like if they bring you to your bar that you have to hook up with them at their bar or after their bar. Um, so me personally, I don't, I don't know, know much about the promoter lifestyle. However, if you are a girl and you have a group of friends, I would definitely be semi open to it, but with caution, maybe next, what, what time do you plan on leaving? What time are you trying to get to the bar? That obviously matters as well. If there's a bar that, you know, you know, pops off at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, or maybe you want to beat the rush and you know that it's going to get super crowded at midnight and you want to get there maybe an hour early. That obviously matters, especially in New York City, because the lines get really fucking long. And typically the lines, some lines don't budge. And with all of these items adding up, I started thinking, you now what if what if there was some sort of Yelp for bars in New York City and clubs? You can maybe filter for how much money you want to spend. You can filter for what are the hot times? When, when does it get super busy? When does it not get super busy? How much money it's, it's going to be? How expensive the menu is? How, If there's bottle service and things like that, just an idea. So definitely something that I would consider. I mean, I don't know how to make applications, but I think that I feel like that would be a very good app. I've seen apps where people have created their own types of ratings and styles and systems and things like that for restaurants and food. I personally have used some of those apps for restaurant food. Imagine if there was an app, like even like kids in college too, like kids in college would be able to, you know, utilize, they would be able to see like all of the bars across and see like how much it is, how bad the line is, what are the peak hours? When can you avoid those hours? But yeah, I don't, I, I mean, that's, I'm just spitballing, but I was just thinking that to myself and added it to my notes. What if there was an app that you could utilize for bars, for going out? I'm sure it's out there but personally I have not heard of one if there is one anyone can reach out to me and let me know I would be I would be glad to look into it because I do like going to new places I do like especially like food wise I do I do enjoy venturing out and looking at different places food wise but you know I I personally live in Midtown New York so before I break down all the sectors Something people should know. So New York City, aka, I mean, Manhattan for me, there's there's also Brooklyn, there's Queens. I don't know much about Queens. I know Brooklyn, they have their own niche. It's a little bit deep for me from Brooklyn, so I don't go to Brooklyn that often. Manhattan, however, is broken down into three sections. So you got your lower Manhattan, which is about 14th Street and below. You've got your, if you, if you want to look at a map, I would break out a map you would have lower east side and like i would try to zoom out a little bit to make sure you see the towns you would have lower east side west village Fi greenwich village those main areas you know they have a lot of fun they got a lot of soho Well, soho is a little bit more like i don't know necessarily more like a fashionista like more you know preppy fashion like type it's more of like a a model runway to like show off your fits and stuff like that but lower east side is a it's a dirty it's dirty but it's fun there's a lot of different i mean like depending on how you look at it there's a lot of different places to go out it's dirty i don't know if i would necessarily live there but there's a lot of different places to go out and a lot of people like to just it's a it's a it's a relative shit show to say the least um west village is definitely a little bit preppier a little bit nicer a little bit cleaner but again, also a lot of, a lot of areas and a lot of, a lot of places, a lot of fun places to go out there. Um, Greenwich Village, kind of the same thing, kind of the same vibe. Kind of, it's, Greenwich Village is kind of like a mix of West Village and Soho, still a little bit of that fashion. You so like, make sure you look good. They got, you know, some really nice restaurants over there, but again, some fun places. Um, Five Eyes, super South. I haven't been there that much, but you know, Five Eye is like Wall Street, if you say, if you like looking at a map right now, it's like the financial district all the way South. So where I live, which is above fourteenth Street. I live on, I'm not gonna say it exactly, but because I don't want to give out my address on this for any strangers that are here. But midtown. So you got about fourteenth to like sixtieth, I'd say, maybe. I, I don't I can't necessarily I don't I don't know who makes a judge of that. But those are a little bit more low key. There are gonna be some there are some good spots here and there. It's a little bit more spread out, spacious wise. But, you know, you got your Murray Hill, you got your Turtle Bay, you got your Midtown East, you got your Midtown West, you got your Hell's Kitchen, you got um, Madison Square Garden, you got Times Square, even though I hate Times Square. but And then you got your Upper Upper West Side, Upper East Side. I personally have, like, never gone there. I I, I mean, I probably should. I'm sure there's some great spots around there, but I'm just talking solely from my experiences. And for people that want to, you know, maybe want to venture out to New York city and maybe get a guideline as uh, as to like what they're trying to look for when they go out. So now let's get into the regions. So we have, let's, I'll start off with the first region. I'll start off clubs. Now everyone knows what a club is. It's like that type of music. Like you can get like hard EDM, like good, like like that, like that type of shit. Um, if you're one of those people that like bottle service, these are probably some areas for you. Listen, I'm going to miss some, and I'm sure some people from New York City are like screaming at me for maybe some some bars that I miss. But these are just from my experiences personally. So, club wise, you got Lavo, you have Marquee, you have Somewhere Nowhere, you have Nebula, which I believe just opened up. Th- those are those are the clubs. Now, you'll have you good. There's a good chance you'll have fun but there's definitely going to be some preparation. You're definitely going to have to dress a little bit nicer. You're definitely going to might have to sit on the line. You definitely are going to, might have to have some tickets. You and that is a part of going going out to there's definitely certain links and things like that that you could find where you could go online, buy a ticket. You don't have to sit on the main line kind of like a Disney fast pass for the night almost as fun as, rea- as realistic as it is. I have done that. It's definitely been beneficial. It's made my life easier. I would prefer to do that sometimes, especially when it especially for a club like that again I don't go to clubs that often it's not really my thing anymore it used to be my thing I'm more of like I don't know I don't really feel like I want to be screaming in my friend's ear and you know chances are I can't really have a valid conversation with someone but you know that some people like going to clubs some people like that um Brooklyn Mirage obviously that's a huge one that I missed um i personally have not been there but i've literally seen so many stories so many great like those these areas or these clubs that i just mentioned these are where like big edm artists will go to like um i don't want to rattle off any examples like i don't want to some people some people that listen to edm are going to be like what the hell is he talking about i'm not going to make any assumptions of who's played there but i know there have been important artists that do play at these places so um again clubs Lavo, Marquis, Somewhere Nowhere, Nebula, Brooklyn Mirage—those are examples of, in in New York City of clubs that I personally know of. Um, next is a category that I don't I, I don't have many options to list off, but I'm calling this I'm calling this bougie, and I say that it's more of like a Brooklynish type vibe. And what I say, what I mean by that is like anywhere with a disco ball anywhere with super dim lights um there's a place called blind barber that i've been to multiple times that type of vibe if anyone's been there it's well that's necessarily that's technically a speakeasy so i don't necessarily know how public i want to make that but it's been a good that's a good spot the music there is definitely different it's going to be it's it's going to be probably not playing the a1 classics but or like top tier like it's going to be a different type of vibe um i call it, it's like a bougie like groovy type of thing i i I guess i guess probably maybe some people are like what the hell is he saying right now but to me i think there's an, uh, something called bo- like bougie like you dress a little bit nicer you don't you're not supposed to like there's not going to be like bar fights or anything like that there's not going to be like anything outstanding like or crazy going on it's not going to be like mosh pits or anything like that like you would see at like possibly like a club or something like that something something that i'm getting like where like it's a good dancing vibe and it's there's definitely some a disco ball i don't know it's a certain niche that i've seen in places but the only place that i can think of i've seen it on so many people's stories i see disco ball and i see like people having dancing and the lights are dim and the scenery i think i i think it's called bougie like i, I that's why that's the that's the one word that comes to mind for me Now, the next section is one of my personal favorites, even though it's like probably like, what the hell? It's old reliable. So where you live matters, obviously. Everyone, there's bars everywhere in New York City. So now I'm not going to say like usually like these like big exclusive places. Like usually you're not going to be going. You want to go there, for example, on a Thursday at night. There's going to be places around you like me personally, like like a, a horny ram. Or a cornerstone. Or for me, there's like this. I don't even know what the name of it. There's like this pump, punk bar right around the corner for me, for example. And for that, those are all reliable. Like you got nothing to do. You don't have anything going on. And you're like, you know what? I just want to grab grab a couple of beers with some friends. Just walk somewhere close by and, you know, say la vie. And then you could just sit down, have a couple of beers, maybe watch a game. Maybe if there's brunch there, you could just grab quick brunch something like that. I call it old reliable. So, um, definitely if you do plan on living in the city or if you do want to go to the city, um, certain places like that are uh, when you, when you find your home spots that are around you, I call that old reliable. So it's like anytime where there's like something like, we don't really have a set plan or like, we don't really need want to do anything crazy, but like, you know, we got some spots around us that, you know, they can make do Then we make the most of it. That's where. That's the part where, like, if you have a if you have a you know a a good squad with you and you have good friends around you, and then you could just go there and just enjoy some times about with your friends. Just just real quick, like nothing crazy, nothing super planned, like all reliable. Now the next the next part I have is college. These are bars that kind of rub off like college vibes. Now, when I mean college vibes, typically not dim lights. Typically, like you know you could see each other probably playing the classics probably playing you know just normal music not a specific niche just maybe certain pop or maybe like early 2000s pop or things like that you can get relatively not awful beer these these type of places are blue haven brother jimmy's bell union uh west village fiddlesticks the gem one and one hair of the dog now of these places that I've listed, some are better than others. So, if we want to talk about a frat basement, one and one, First Avenue, First First Street, which is why it's called one and one. That is the definition of a frat basement. If you go downstairs, everyone knows they've seen it. It's definitely a younger crowd. These bars consist of younger, like I, there's no people in their late twenties going to these typically. Um. It's usually, a, it's usually like a 21 to 25 crowd. Maybe even some underage people if they have good fake IDs for all I know. But some of these I think are better than others. I would definitely put the gem one-on-one, hair of the dog on a bit of a lower of these, of these. A lot of people shit on fiddlesticks. Fiddlesticks, I believe, is in West Village, if I'm not mistaken. I personally love fiddlesticks. I... For some reason, enjoy my time there. I've had a good time there. It's a classic. I don't go there like every weekend. I'm not here to just say that. But every time I've gone, I've enjoyed it. Some people like to shit on it. Me personally, I think I've every time I've gone, I've had I've had a relatively good time. It's a mess, but it's a fun mess. Um Bella Union is obviously I, I would consider Bella Union to be one of our all reliables, simply because it's close to my apartment. And It is three floors. It is pretty nice. Now, some people like people are going to talk and they're going to say like, "like, oh, Bill, you like." Some people might shit on it, but for me personally, I like to dance. It's I've never like I've had a fun time there each time I go, and if you're with the right crew, then you'll have a you'll have a fun time. Brother Jimmy's and Blue Haven are like those are more those are like college. Those are like college bars. Like you're gonna go there, you're gonna see a lot of people that know each other from college, particularly I have, a, I have a roommate from Penn state. He sees two or three, four people from Penn state. You know, they got people you walk around there. That's prime Murray Hill, people wearing Michigan sweatshirts, Penn state, Ohio's like, like people that all went to college, like regroup at that bar um, specifically, you know, brother Jimmy's and blue Haven for sure. Um, so now the last one, um, one of my favorites. Oh, I put whistle village on both, but I put, Fun, but prep. So this is Common Ground, House and Hall, Brass Monkey, DL. These places are fun. However, the lines are going to be really fucking long. So you're going to want to have to either go super early, get a ticket. I mean, I don't even think House and Hall has tickets, for example. House and Hall is huge. And it has a specific type of vibe that, you know, I think it's fun. Again, I have, I have actually never gone. My I'm just doing this word of mouth from my roommate. He said it was a blast. I believe it. I've seen it on people's stories. It's a blast. Some of these places are not 100% fully that I've stepped in them. However, I see I see if I see a lot of people have them on their stories, there's a good chance it's fun, and there's a reason that a lot of people have them on their stories. It's because a lot of people go. So, I would say, Common Ground. I went to that. The first time I went to common ground, I think I was 21 years old. I went with one of my, my roommates at the time and we had no idea what it was. We just were like, you know what? Let's just go to common ground. You're going to spend a lot of money there, but it's a good time. No, one's not saying it isn't a good time. Um, I don't know why I had West village as fun, but prep, I guess probably because West village, you want to just get there early. I think it's a fun bar, but you know, sometimes the lines get relatively long Brass monkey, another fun spot again. It gets packed quick. So if you're someone that likes to come late or come during prime time, but you don't like to wait on lines, me personally, I think you have to be strategic about it. I am pro going to the bar early because, and I used to do this in college. There was a bar, obviously, for people from Albany, Pearl Street Pub. I would go to that bar sometimes at like 10 o'clock. And I didn't really care if it was empty at the time because the cheap the drinks weren't that expensive at the time. And I would just go grab have a beer, have a drink or two. I would bring a friend. Obviously, I wouldn't go by myself. I would, I would be like, yo, come on, you wanna come with me? And then they would be like, All right, yeah, fine, whatever. And we would just go grab a couple a drink or two, you know, wait like half an hour, an hour. And but at that point, you know, the bars, the bars relatively packed at that point. I am pro going to the bar early. I feel like the bars, I mean, obviously some bars. Are they? They stay open late. It's New York City. This is the city that never sleeps. I guess that's what they say. But going early is not. There's nothing. There's nothing to be upset about that. So, personally, I am not. I am not against if a friend says, "Let's try to get there early." You want to prep, like get there like ten o'clock, ten thirty. It's fine with me. We're gonna beat the lines. So, yeah. So I definitely there's maybe some places I missed. I think. I did have people reply to me on Instagram. There was one I think that was on Bleecker Street. That was a Speakeasy that I forgot. But um, I hopefully you get you get a you get some idea out of this. Um, again, I'll try and have some clips out Friday. I don't know. I don't know how I'll try and make these clips, but we'll see. Again, so Will Smith, Chris Rock. I think it's. I think it's real. I can understand why people think it's fake. All these items, you know, there's going to be a lot of different factors when it comes to going out in New York City. If you plan on living in New York City, if you plan on coming out to New York City, maybe take this as a guide for certain places that you want to go to if you're visiting friends. But I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's to me uh, and it is a little I mean, I don't want to say it's sad, but like I have seen a lot of different places in, in New York City. I've seen, you know, the variety of places in New York City, but. It's fun. It's a fun place. I can't I can't I can't deny that. Oh lastly, maybe one I want to shout out to one place because I definitely got some some recommendations for that is Red Lion. Red Lion is full live music. So if you are solely a live music person, that is probably the place to go. That is actually I actually went there for the first time last week at Red Lion. And again, I wasn't exactly the, the most sober, but I did have a good time. I enjoyed it. I you know, I don't hate live music. But if you are like a live music, like they do live music all day. Um, I'm not a huge, like I'm, I do like live music, but if it's good, if it's bad <laughs> or like they're playing some songs that I'm like, why are you doing live music to this? I'm not necessarily going to be jumping out of my shoes for it. So people, again, whatever your niche is like, whatever your crowd is like, got to be able to feel out in New York city because you're going to, you're, you could get caught up in the wrong place at the wrong time. I guess, Hopefully some of these tips helped. If you if you plan on coming out, if you plan on coming out to New York City, you can definitely hit me up. I don't care if you're if you have if you have anyone has my number, you can DM me or whatever. Listen, I'm an open book. So hope everyone enjoys their Thursday. This is a good episode. I think this is a good episode. But yeah, hopefully everyone enjoys, and um, I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace.